When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. And good Friday to you and yours. Who decided to put Freddie Coleman and Randy Scott together? And is that person going to be fired by about 3.05 Eastern time? We're in for the guys today in Canty and Carlin. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Tune in and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Full disclosure. Randy and I have never done a show together. Never. But we've done, each, but we've done uh, in terms of having conversations and knowing each other for a minute. So when somebody told us they're going to put us together, I said, man, I was looking forward to this all I, week, my man. I feel like it's, it's weird to be a fan of someone that you get to see. I'll pass you now and again on, on campus Absolutely. to and from the cafeteria, things yes. like that. Uh, but it's, it is weird to work with someone that you are a literal fan of because – there are so many times I, you know, I wake up at one thirty mm-hmm. in the morning to for sports and RAM duties, and I get in the car about two fifteen. And there are times where you and Ian are still on. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And, and it, you'll you'll accompany me to the Connecticut line from the Boston <laughs> area. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel so bad. And it's usually like NBA playoffs, Western Conference playoffs. Something goes yeah. late that has pushed you guys. Yeah, and you kind of bring me home. You know right. what I mean? Like you keep me awake. I'll sometimes I'll tweet you, tweet the show. Yep. Just tell and you guys like, hey, that. like sort of a raised hand. Like I'm out here listening, and I, I think I've done one or two shows with with, with Fitzsimmons, and uh, one of them might have actually been in studio. But we're talking, I mean, pre pre pandemic, like wow, 2018, really? something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the feeling is mutual because anytime I see you on TV. Doesn't matter if it's on the weekend, doesn't matter on weekday. Anytime I see you on TV doing your thing, I'm like, yep, that's my boy oh, doing man. his thing, being what he is. And there are plenty of times that people try to get in your way in terms of, Randy, you need to do it this way. The yeah. fact you've been able to do it your way and make that work and not have to worry about trying to be the second somebody else, that says a lot about you, by I th- the way. I think, thank you for saying that. But I think at, at this point, we're all sort of cribbing off of the, the men and women who've come before oh, no us. Doubt. You, know, I th- you can't have grown up around it mm-hmm. with ESPN being. You know, big four letters and, and not right. say like, oh, I love a little bit of what Stu did. I love a little bit yep. of what Dan Patrick did or I love a little bit, you know, Craig Kilmer, whoever it is. And you just you do try to make it your own. But one of the things, Fred, and we've never talked about this, but one of the things early on, the old building, mm-hmm. uh, old building four, the old area where everybody's desk was is spread out. Yeah. And I was getting off of the old Highlight Express. Which was t- used oh to tape upstairs. God. Highlight Express. <laughs> Even <laughs> Stasiinki, our producer, broke this up like Highlight Express. I remember those days. I wanted. I kind of wanted to come back. I feel like there's a market for it. Yeah. Where it's just like a one stop shop, wall to wall highlights. Absolutely. But but I was I was getting up done with that, and it's you know probably three four. You might have been wrapping up your show because we were off so late. Mm-hmm. Baseball season. We couldn't leave until the last game was over, and you didn't. We hadn't met yet. You just walked by. You're like, hey, and you stopped as you're walking by. You're like. Keep you basically said that keep doing what you're doing and and I'd been here all of three four months and I was like and I knew who you were I heard I knew the voice before I knew the right. face the and big I was mouth like, yeah I was like I can't believe that just happened I probably wow. I probably called my brother on the way home but yeah so this <laughs> wow, is overdue really? this is overdue man this yeah. is this is this is something that's been a long time coming no doubt about it by the use the great word cribbing off other people because we're about to see that right now in the NFL with a very unlikely guy called Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to crib off Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. What's going to happen there? Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens. What's going to happen there? 
as of maybe Tuesday, Daniel Jones could be setting the quarterback money market in the NFL. Why? Check out what ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano had to say on KJM about a deal happening involving him and the New York Giants. They have met with the, the agent many times here. They're in real discussions that are, I think, making progress. So I the sense I was getting yesterday was that there was some optimism. You know, the work to be done, but some optimism that maybe uh, if it continues this way, the, the deal could be done by Tuesday. Randy Scott and Freddie coming in for the guys on Canty and Carlin and ESPN Radio. Also, Jordan Renato, a guy that we know very well from ESPN NFL Nation covering the Giants. He believes a four is going to be in front of that number when it comes to a deal, which means that Daniel Jones wants $45 million a year. He may be getting that, Randy, when it's all said and done. That is wild to me. He would become the ninth quarterback to have a four at the start of an uh, of an wow. eight-figure annual salary. So we're talking about the $40 million club. And this is truly, I mean, you don't have to be, uh, you know, you could be a kid and trying to parse this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if this is that old Sesame Street. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> One of these things just doesn't belong. And I'm not saying they're all hits. I'm not. But what, you know, Aaron, this is this is the club. OK, it's it's Rogers, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, Deshaun, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Dak and Matthew Stafford. I've got one, two, three, four, five Super Bowls in that group. OK. And then I've got young, you know, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. Like there are some misses contractually here. And that number for Russell Wilson doesn't look good moving forward. But does Daniel Jones belong in that club? No, no, he doesn't belong in that club, but I will say this about Daniel Jones. Talk about timing being everything. Remember Joe Flacco got his deal? Yeah. He picked the perfect time to have that run to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl the Baltimore Ravens. Eli Manning, for the longest time, people trying to say you can't spell elite without E-L-I, and when he got his big deal, it was timing. Daniel Jones picked the perfect time with a downtrodden organization. Mm-hmm. People did not see the Giants going 9-6-1. They thought this was going to be it. The Giants going to be in the quarterback market in 2023. And now you look at a guy with the Giants say, hey, great coaching or really good coaching made him look like that. All of a sudden, it was the perfect, perfect time for Daniel Jones to say, you can either try to win with me or without me. But are you going to find somebody else better than me out there on that quarterback market? The timing couldn't be better from both the production standpoint on Daniel Jones' side of the thing and then also looking around the rest of the quarterback landscape. What do you want to do, mm-hmm. New York Giants? Do you want to wait and see what Derek Carr wants to do? Do you want to wait and see what Aaron Rodgers wants to do? We know what that price tag is. Uh, are you in the market for a Geno Smith? Are you in the market right. for a you know Terod Taylor? Like he, he positioned this well. He timed it well. And you, I guess... Looking at these salaries, I'm trying to remember the stories that got mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford this contract, that got Russell Wilson this contract. Timing's important, but so are league financials. You know, if this is right. the cost of doing business at the quarterback position, True. that's not Daniel Jones's fault. Nope. And he deserves a ton of credit for putting himself statistically in a position where this is not a laughable conversation. And I, I, I will say... He has emerged. He it would surprise people to look at his rushing numbers, and he's emerged as a dual threat quarterback that people don't really think about. You made a great point in terms of a Daniel Jones before we got started today, Randy. In terms of contract year guys, and that really, really worries you because going into the final year of this deal, and the Giants did not exercise the fifth year option on him. They were in wait and see mode, mm-hmm. and the kind of year that he had that could parlay into forty-five million dollars, and that should be cause for concern, no matter how he played last year. Because as you mentioned, being in a contract year, we've seen how guys react to that, and not just in the NFL. I, I, I 
I don't want to. I don't want to rain on the parade for Giants fans. But he's about to. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. We, we both have a ton of respect for for Jordan Ronan. Sure. We have we have respect for Dan Gracie. Like the guys who are the men and women who are there and covering this team and that grew up fans of this team. Thirty two hundred yards in today's NFL is nothing to get excited about. I not, agree. Not, not That's from, a good point. Not from a passing standpoint. Like I said, the rushing numbers are legit for 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 Daniel Jones and and I. It does kind of cut both ways for the Giants. You can either say, hey, your quarterback only had 3,200 passing yards, or you can say, you're about to give him a $40 million contract mm-hmm. a year yeah. to throw to who? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Kenny yeah. Galladay, speaking of bad contracts, yeah. uh, and, you know, who, and then Robert, on like, that one, yeah. who's out there? Who is, who is a receiver that you feel comfortable? Daniel, jo- oh, no, they can't break up this iconic connection. There, it doesn't exist right now for the Giants. By the way, there are two people going, yippee, and they're called <laughs> Jalen Hurts of Philadelphia and Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens because if Daniel Jones is about to get a four in front of that number yeah. with his new contract by Tuesday, which is tag day da- deadline day, if he's getting that kind of money, they're going, yippee, <laughs> because if he can get that, I know that we can get much more than that if you don't give it to us. Somebody else will. Randy Scott, Freddie Coleman in for the guys on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We also get ready for college basketball. By the way, we're nine days away from Selection Sunday. And tune in to college basketball action tomorrow as Texas A&M takes on number two Alabama. Coverage begins at 1130 Eastern time on select ESPN radio stations. I think he's special. And listen, he's undersized, and that's going to be the whole conversation leading up to the draft. Bryce Young has a chance to be a superstar. Bryce Young's accuracy, anticipation, and arm strength is rare. He should be wearing a cape on the field with the things that he's able to do. Young under pressure, escapes to his right. Young throws downfield as Brooks open at the 15, and he waltzes into the end zone. Touchdown! 41-yard touchdown! I think he's a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. Bryce Young is tired and sick and sick and tired about hearing about his size. But he dealt with it in a man kind of way at the NFL Combine today. Randy Scott and Freddie Coleman together on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, CSXM Channel 80. Tune in, and like we mentioned, tell that smart speaker yours to play ESPN Radio. Check out what Bryce Young, Heisman Trophy winner his freshman year, carried Alabama in his back his sophomore year, had to say about his lack of size and people being concerned about that with him about to go in the first round of the NFL draft. I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. Um, you know, I, I know who I am. Um, I, you know, I know what I can do. And, you know, for me, you know, I think it, it, it's fair. You know, everyone can, can speculate and ask whatever questions are necessary. But, you know, I'm going to continue to control what I can control. I'm um, keep working my hardest to put myself in a good position. And I'm confident in myself. I know what I can do. And, you know, I'm just excited to get to that next level. Most guys would have had the old chip on their shoulder routine because I remember Randy when Russell Wilson came out of college and he felt he should have gone in late first round early second round it didn't happen mm-hmm. and he said I can't wait to prove people wrong I can't wait to prove myself right Bryce Young's like look this is not the first time I've heard this but every time you guys keep doubting me I keep succeeding keep succeeding keep succeeding so he's like we'll see but more importantly I'm going to see because I'm going to be in control of that when it comes to what's going to happen when I get on the NFL team. I want to see what's going to happen when he gets on that scale. You know, I, I, that's that's the first that's the okay. first thing I want to see what happens when he gets when Bryce Young gets on the scale in Indy. I want to see what happens when he's up against that wall and they measure him because everything that you see in the Alabama material says six foot one ninety four, but then everything you see on social media and everything you see in in relation to the people that he's posing with for pictures and whatever else says a lot shorter. And a lot slighter than that. And 
where where Russell Wilson had more of a legitimate gripe on not going in the first round. If it was, it certainly wasn't due to arm strength. It wasn't due to what he did at both mm-hmm. NC State and Wisconsin yeah. at the college level. But if it was due to, to measurables, I think he has proven people right. Unfortunately, that level of success at that size of quarterback has led teams to make mistakes. And so far, to me... Kyler Murray is a mistake. So far to me, Tua Tungavailoa might also be a mistake in terms of the punishment that you still can take at the quarterback position at the NFL level. So a more direct, in my opinion, Freddie, a more direct comp size-wise for Bryce Young is Doug Flutie. I like that. Because Russell was thick, Russell was a thick six foot. Yeah, he's, he's, he's two, short but broad shoulders. He's a baseball guy, had the baseball 215, whatever. This is a we have not seen a quarterback succeed to the level that some I'm 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 surprised at the level of uh, you know the the projections from some analysts who forgot more football than you and I'll know about mm-hmm. who say no this guy has Mahomes vibes and you're like yeah but he doesn't have Mahomes size and how is he going to be able to withstand it at the next level I root for the man. I don't know if the size profile is going to be successful at the next level. Let me school those out there, and Randy and I will tell you about this from what we've heard from people. More than ever before, especially in modern football, they're always going to pick on the things you can't do more than the things you can do because we've seen Bryce Young have that Mahomes-like effect on Alabama in the last couple of years. He damn near carried this team last year because the receivers mm-hmm. weren't what they used to be. The offensive line struggled at times to protect them. I go back to the end of that Texas game. They had no business winning that game. But the reason they won that game was because of him. They should have gotten boat raced by Tennessee. And they were getting boat raced by Tennessee, down 20 to 10. And then Magic Man Bryce Young was able, and I know yeah. it's Kyle's compared to the NFL, but then Magic Man Bryce Young put him in a position where they took the lead. Mm-hmm. And had they not turned over the football or gotten that penalty deep inside their own defensive territory, they were having a different conversation with Alabama maybe being in, in the championship race once again under Nick Saban. So I love the fact that Bryce Young said, look, I know you're picking on the things you believe I can't do, but I can't wait to show you the things that I can do because that's part and parcel of any evaluation, no matter what kind of prospect you are, no matter if you're Division One, Division Two, II, Division 48, or if you're going to be right. a first-round pick or you're going to be the Mr. Irrelevant, like, for example, the guy that played in the NFC Championship game yeah. last year yeah. when it comes to Brock Purdy to San Francisco 49ers. I feel bad for certain quarterbacks going to certain systems. and It's just it's just how the draft goes because it, you know I if, if you are a top quarterback prospect, you are not going to go to a good team, by and large, right? Because losing teams are stacked at the top of the NFL draft, but barring a, a couple of trades. Uh, but if you look at what Bryce Young could do with just one outlet, like mm-hmm. I, I kind of put him, I put him on the Jets last season. What could he and Garrett Wilson have done? I think, oh, I think wow. some special things, right? As a Jets fan who was tied to the Zach Wilson era as an E R R O R and not E R A. Bryce Young throwing the ball backwards would have been better than Zach Wilson throwing the ball frontwards. Oh, I take man. that any day of the week. I just the intangible aspect of the Mahomes level of no play is ever over. He can improvise, think on his feet, things like that. I, it, I'm, I'm excited by it. I won't fault a team for taking him to the top ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's the first quarterback off the board. I don't. I, I don't know. I Will Levis today. We, Will Levis out of Kentucky today said, "Hey, Will, why you know why are you going to throw?" He's like, "Because I have a cannon. I want to show it off." <laughs> I, I, I can't remember that. the last time it's been this unclear at the quarterback position in terms of a draft pecking order. By the way, it's really clear to C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterback. By the way, he's Randy Scott and Freddie Coleman, a Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. He said, "You can say whatever you want about me, but I've been the." 
number one dude the last couple of years in college football. You can put on my film. I think I've been the best player in college football two years in a row, and I think I've consistently done that. Uh, and I think um, that I that honestly, I think I haven't even touched my touched my potential yet. I think that I have a lot more to, to get better at, but I have a lot more to not only prove, not only to y'all, but to myself. And that's something that I plan to do because I honestly don't think that I even got close to anything in college yet. So I'm excited to see what I do in the NFL. He also said that people picking on him because he is not a dual threat kind of guy. And he said, well, you can put that on me, but the way I throw the football, I can make plays with my legs, but I really didn't have to. So I do have a little bit of regret that I'm not the runner that you think I should be. But I love what he said. Hey, you put the tape on. The tape doesn't lie. If you got two eyes, open them because the tape doesn't (laughs) lie. That was C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young's way of letting everybody know, keep those doubts coming, but we know what we're going to do. And I'm with you. I think C.J. Stroud is going to be the first quarterback off the board, whether it's number two with the Houston Texans or number four with the Colts. I think he's going to be the first quarterback off the board. You think it's Stroud? I think it's Stroud. I've seen such buzz around Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Mm -hmm. I don't know that he goes first, but I sometimes you have to follow, you know, what do we say? Follow the money sometimes. And and if you you look at the betting odds from our friends at Caesar Sportsbook, his Anthony Richardson's odds – of going one overall, let alone first quarterback off the board, and that's a separate betting market, they have crashed. I mean, they have absolutely, whatever value was there is not there anymore because I think sometimes you, you, you just can't underestimate the the power of, uh, of ego of NFL front offices and of talent evaluators and, right. and general managers. If they feel like, no, we just need to get that talent in our system, yes, he's raw, but let me work with him. I think people see that with Richardson. I don't deny that as, at, at all, but I think a case could be made for Stroud because I'm inclined to agree with you. Mm-hmm. But Levis is shooting up boards, and so is Richardson. Yeah, by the way, let us know which quarterback should be the first one taken in the NFL draft. Hit us up on Twitter, Randy Scott ESPN. That's Randy's handle, my handle at Coleman ESPN. You can hit us up anytime you want at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. NFL draft is next month. Which quarterback should be the first one taken off the board? Hit us up on Twitter at Randy Scott ESPN at Coleman ESPN. SPN at 888-729-3776. We stay with the NFL here in Canty and Carlin, Randy Scott, and Freddie coming in for the guys. A Super Bowl champion is about to get in touch with his inner Star Trek and boldly go where many athletes have gone before. <laughs> this is ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. And as you heard St. Jacobs would say, tomorrow marks the 30th anniversary of Jim Valvano's famous Don't Give Up, Don't Ever Give Up speech that launched the V Foundation for Cancer Research. So we're taking this moment to celebrate Jimmy V's incredible legacy of never giving up and the impact of the V Foundation over the last 30 years. You can join our celebration and support Jimmy V's dream of victory over cancer at V.org slash donate. That's V.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes the cancer research. Randy Scott Freddie coming in for the guys today in Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio. Steven is on Twitter at Randy Scott ESPN and at Coleman ESPN saying that Bryce Young should be the first pick taken when it comes to quarterbacks in this year's NFL draft. He said he's been told all his life what he can't do. More power to prove what he can do. Go get it, young man. He should be the first quarterback taken in the NFL draft. I... Listen, I, I love a quarterback having a, a chip on his shoulder coming in. Uh, we've seen it with Russell Wilson, but we've also seen it with yeah, Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? Like you can cut both ways. You can let it consume you and make it about you, or you can make it for as as corny uh, as Russell might be sometimes and as, <laughs> as canned and slick and sort of polished and on message and on brand as that particular quarterback can be. You can't argue with the fact that he's won, and he's won a Super Bowl, and in, in no way... Uh, can you discount how his draft status, or rather his draft positioning, mm-hmm. fueled him at the NFL level? Yeah, and by the way, just because you're the first quarterback taken does not, as you mentioned, guarantee success. You could be a guy along the lines of Patrick Mahomes, where the Kansas City Chiefs traded up into the first round, mm-hmm. and many people say, why are they doing that? And here he is now the biggest, baddest boy in the NFL jungle. We'll see if his teammate can be the biggest, baddest boy in the sports entertainment jungle, because Travis Kelsey is about to host Saturday Night Live on NBC tomorrow. He's going to have a lot to live up to when it comes to another quarterback that did it and did it well when it comes to Peyton Manning. Hey, thanks for having me, Colin. I'm, I'm very happy here. Peyton, you probably have a better perspective on this than almost anyone in history. How great were those games? Yeah, I heard they were incredible. <laughs> you, you heard? Yeah, it sounds like all the teams did a great job, lots of passing, and uh, all the touchdowns were in the end zone. So you didn't watch any of the games? Well, I planned to, but I had an hour to kill before the first game. And just for fun, I put on the first episode of Emily in Paris Season (laughs) 2. And I watched the entire season straight through. Oh, my God, Colin. This show has everything. Romance, adventure, sensuality, culture, a fresh take on feminism, finally. (laughs) Not to mention a culinary tapestry so rich, I can only describe it as food porn. Wow. Well, I'm glad you liked Emily in Paris. <laughs> it's like, I'm sure they, he knew he was in on the skit when it comes to Colin Jost, but even he was laughing thinking, I didn't expect that of Peyton Manning. At all. And so I, I listen to uh, a ton of podcasts because of my, my commute mm-hmm. uh, from outside the Boston area, and I'll, I'll listen to the Fly on the Wall podcast. Okay. It's Dana Carvey and David Spade, and they talk about Saturday Night Live glory days. And invariably, every, I'd say every other episode, they talk about athletes and they talk about how offended they are on a comedic level as people who have worked as hard as they have to have these gifted, just touched by God athletes who are also funny, who are also right. inherently just have that timing. And Peyton Manning is always near the top of their really? list. Okay. You can tell they respected it. But another person that, that they respected from a, another athlete from just a, a pure star level, just at the level of security and buzz around the building from a place that's seen a lot of stars was Michael Jordan in the 90s when he was on there. Can you imagine? That would be like God walking into your building. At, at his mo- at his most, you know, at his Jordanist level. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the yeah. height of his powers that he walks yeah. in 
and he's going to do Saturday Night Live because I can't even imagine what that looked like when LeBron James did it. When the movie train wreck yep. is out and he comes strolling in there and I'm thinking, we're about to do Saturday Night Live with LeBron James. What kind of bizarre world are we part of? <laughs> when LeBron did it, he there was a basketball skit and I, I can't remember who he was bodying up. I want to say it was like Jason Sudeikis or so, you know, like somewhere <laughs> where he just destroyed whoever it was. It almost reminds me of Charles Barkley hosted Saturday Night Live and they had this kid where he's posting up Barney, he's throwing them all over the place yes. and then they walk out arm in arm together saying we can be friends no matter where we are. Thinking, yeah. Some kid out there hates Barkley right now because he just beat up <laughs> on poor Barney, probably had the stuffed animal in his crib or in her crib and also he, Barney's just getting taken out behind the woodshed with Charles oh. Barkley and Saturday Night Live. The, the Jordan part that I remember was a, uh, do you remember the Stuart Smalley character? Yes, with Al he, Franken. Yes. Yeah, where he was the motivational, he was like, you're good enough and you're smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like people you. People like you. And so you can tell, so the, the, the gist of it was Stuart doesn't know basketball, doesn't know who Michael Jordan is. So that concept in the 90s was <laughs> so <funny>. foreign. <laughs> and MJ, and they would sit you in front of a mirror, Stuart would be right behind you. And, and so Jordan's <laughs> looking in the mirror and is saying and, and repeating what Stuart. So it's positive affirmation. He says, I don't have to put the ball in the hoop thing. And so Jordan repeats it. And uh-huh. it's like, I don't have to make people <laughs> cheer for me. I don't have to sell sneakers. And Jordan's cracking up. And that's uh-huh. this is the verbal cerebral assassin at the time. You know, I mean, it was just right. it was wild to get him to say it because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh, darn it. People like me. It was so good. Randy Scott, Freddie coming in for the guys and Canty and Carlin and ESPN radio. Like we mentioned, Travis Kelsey, the world champion Kansas City Chiefs, is hosting Saturday Night Live tomorrow night. What athlete right now would be good and not good at that? Man. I you got personality. I know out not there. good. I, I I know a not good. Okay, who's an ungood? Well, I think I think Aaron. I, I, you look at New York, mm-hmm. and I don't know that Aaron Judge has the. Uh, okay, we'll call it comedic elasticity. You know, wow. Some people like would it. say wooden. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that his range maybe isn't broad enough to to okay. do it just yet. But okay. who would be good in your opinion? Who would be good? Oh, God, where do I start? Because there's so many personalities out there that could be really good at that. For example, I think a guy along the lines of like a Francisco Lindor of the Mets, he has personality, great personality. He would be yeah. good at that, knows how to play to the camera, knows how to play to the crowd. One guy will love to see do it because he's such a prickly personality is Aaron Rodgers. I would love to see if Aaron Rodgers yeah. would be good or ungood, as Reese Davis likes to say, <laughs> at that. Because Aaron Rodgers loves himself some Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he does. But with Saturday Night Live and the skits, love themselves some Aaron Rodgers. Quarterbacks are of an interest. Like, I don't think Brady would be good. Tom Brady's he did Saturday Night Live. I don't think he – oh, he did. He yeah. had the – the sexual harassment training right. video where he was in his underwear. Oh, yes. that was he good. He's in the tidy whiteies. I forgot about yes, that. Yes, exactly. See, it wasn't memorable enough. That's Man. why. That's why you didn't remember it. I remember. Oh boy, I remember Eli. I remember Eli. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Serena Williams was Some good. WWE at it. folks have been good. Oh well, John Cena. John Cena was good. John Cena was good. Who Hulk would, Hogan was good when he did it. Who would be? In oh, this. yeah, he was on with um, Billy Crystal. Absolutely. Like, yes, absolutely. Marvelous. Yeah. You yeah. love marvelous. <laughs> uh, who was, uh, okay, all right, all right. So if we go baseball, there's some real, I think we were talking about this, the language barrier would be an issue, but I think Shohei Otani is, okay. ele- right. I think he's magnetized. Okay. He I, would, I, th- I think he's electric. He would generate eyeballs to see what that was all about. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could potentially see that. Uh, sure. In 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 basketball, I mean, I 
I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I think Kyrie I, Irving would be funny, I think. Kyrie would be funny? He would be funny. Funny yes. how? Funny in terms of being Kyrie Irving, in terms of he's not funny, but it would, uh-huh. kind of, it would wind up being comedic because it would be the opposite of what he is. I think, do you think Steph would be any good? Steph would be good. Steph yeah. Curry would be good. He has Draymond the, Green would be good. Draymond would be mm-hmm. Draymond would be good. Draymond yeah. Green would just be the good. unfiltered the unfiltered aspect yeah. of it. That'd what about, have the SNL after dark? What about, <laughs> <laughs> what about the retired like the retired? I think Shaq would be good. We were just talking about oh the TNT God, broadcast. Shaq would be the whole tremendous. TNT broadcast would be great. Yeah, bring all four of them: Ernie, yeah. Chuck, Perk, Kenny. A little, a little, uh, that's an underrated house. one. Kendrick Perkins would be hilarious because he'd be down one. for whatever. He'd be unfiltered. And if somebody wrote for him, the delivery yeah. that he has is amazing too. Yeah. Like he could do weekend update. This weekend update. Yeah. I'm Kenya Perkins. Carry the hell on. Swagoo would be great. Marcus Spears would really be good. Da- you know, yeah, Dan Orlovsky really could be there. Uh-huh. He could wear the khakis in attendance. He'd be all set. Love Dan. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah. are there any NFL? Oh, you said pre-show Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. You'd have to bleep out every seventh word. That'd be okay with Marshawn Lynch. If Andrew yeah. Dice Clay can host. God, he was awful. But, but, but yeah, but oh, it was. It was yeah. a bad show. God, awful. Remember, he got emotional in his monologue. And yeah. He was like, "Is this a bit? Like, yeah. what are we doing?" It felt like something that Andy Kaufman would have done if he had hosted Saturday Night Live. That's what it felt like with Dice Clay. So there were some guys on that SNL cast who yeah. were who were stand-ups at the time, or stand-ups before they they got on the show. Yeah, and they were talking about Dice's daily rate. And they were like, what do you get for a show? Like, you sell out the blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like yeah. and it was more than a million bucks a night. For Andrew Dice Clay? For Andrew Dice Clay in the 80s. That's how hot he was. That That's how hot he was. That. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, forget about it. Anyway, yeah. he's Randy Scott and Freddie <laughs> Coleman and for Canty and Carlin. Who would be good at hosting Saturday Night Live as a current athlete? Way in the triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. And after that, you're going to hear what one person had to say about Kevin Durant, what he really needs to be happy, this is ESPN Radio. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Getting our groove on in this Friday afternoon with Randy Scott. I'm Freddie Coleman. And for the guys on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You can't wait to weigh in at triple eight to ESPN. 888-729-3776. Travis Kelsey tied into the Kansas City Chiefs is hosting Saturday Night Live this Saturday, meaning tomorrow. Who else would be really good at doing that in the current athletic climate at 888-729-3776? Bill in Detroit, who is that person and why? Go ahead, Bill. 
Jamal Williams would be hilarious. Okay. I like and uh, Pat McAfee, if, if it was a retired player, I don't know if he's done it, but he hasn't. That's a great that's, pick, though. And Jamal Williams crazy. would be entertaining. Did he would just going off that post game mm-hmm. uh, interview on the field there at Lambeau? That's a good call. I kind of like him represent his team in his city. Yeah, and then going Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is he going to do it? He's got to wear the t shirts. He's got to wear the tank tops. If he doesn't, then what are we doing? Well, and he'd bring in the WWE audience as well. And the college football audience. And the college football. College game day and being his personality. You know there's a certain oh, yeah. guy named Aaron Rodgers that would show up and be a part of that. Uh-huh. They could do two yeah. Aaron as a skit. Oh, they'd have him on, on the weekend update desk? Yeah, absolutely. Just just speaking so high intellectually mm-hmm. and all of it. That'd be, or just high. Mm-hmm. You exactly. know, or just high. Ayahuasca. Just high. <laughs> You know, just I'm, I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> My name is Bennett. I'm not in it when it comes to that one. No matter how true that is, I'm staying right away from Fair. that one. Fair. <laughs> Kenny in Iowa, who would be good as a current athlete that would host Saturday Night Live and why? I'd love to see George Kittle do it. His affection for the camera and his wild sense of humor. I think he'd be great. God, it, it, there, there is it a tight be. end group in this in this NFL right now that really would be entertaining. Okay, Kittle's in that group, no I think. Doubt. Kelsey. TJ, yeah, Kelsey, yeah, obviously tonight or yeah. tomorrow night, rather. Uh, I mean, Gronk, you know, recently retired. I think he'd be entertaining. He'd be tremendous. Yeah. I, I forgot about Gronk. Could we see other tight ends show up? Oh, okay. oh, like the, like, like oh there we go. Yeah, yeah. like when uh, like when the Rock hosted and, and Big Show and go. Triple H and all them were there. Mm-hmm. He dog with that. Plus, then they had that like tight end day, a uh, uh, tight end day in the National Football League that they had during the regular season this year, where they had that. What, what they have? Yeah, they had like a whole tight end day. Like all the tight ends got together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they had like a special, like one Sunday. Oh. I forget what Sunday it was. And even George Kittle, he was the one that led that cause when it came to tight end day in the NFL. Uh, it, I mean, it's a great time to be an NFL tight end. I, I mean, Greg Olson's getting the Super Bowl uh-huh. broadcasting responsibilities. There's uh, yep. tight end university, mm-hmm. which Olson also has a hand in. And yeah. I'm, I mean, TJ Hawkinson isn't a, a household name, but he's entertaining as well. These, these Iowa guys are, are wild. Man. Must be something about that because – I've, I've talked to that head coach, Kirk Franz, before. He doesn't scream <laughs> personality. He has a personality, but it doesn't scream uh, personality. No. But all these Iowa dudes <laughs> that have graduated from that school, I guess when you go there, you got to keep it under wraps. It's yes. like playing for Bill Belichick all those years, and the minute you leave, it's like you're pledging a frat, like Tom Brady did when he finally left Belichick. Like the Amish on Rom Springer. Like you're, you're, oh, my you're God. turned loose, and you're allowed to kind of go nuts, and if you come back to the nest... Okay, but if not, you're out there. I'll tell you what, by the Randy Scott, Freddie Coleman, uh, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm glad you mentioned that because my daughter and I were talking about this about three weeks ago about the whole like Amish. Yeah, they there leave. are documentaries yeah. on it. It's, it's crazy. Right. And she said, how do you go back home? I said, well, it's easy to go back home. And she goes, no, 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 no. When you go back after not waking up at dark 30 in the morning, <laughs> and then you got to do it yeah. and fall in line. Even the cows look at you for like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Like, Even the cows. Don't, don't you need to go somewhere yeah. else? Yeah. I why, mean, why would you come? If I left, I wouldn't come back. Maybe it shows the commitment to the to the religion, to the culture, to the family, whatever it yeah. is. But but it's it, it is wild to see these guys, like you said, these athletes come out of you know uh, a rather you know uh, uh, right. zip lipped uh, you know Bill Belichick atmosphere or Kirk Ferentz or some of these just Belichickian disciples. Like yeah. there are places where you're not allowed to be 100 percent of your actual self right. as a professional athlete, especially in the social media age. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that you know Tom Brady got a little loose going down to Florida. He, he got happens loose, to the best of us. He got busy. He got whatever when he left the the whole 
ages of Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Got a ring, too. Way. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. Bob in West Virginia, thanks for calling us at 888-729-3776. Who would be good as an athlete, past or present, hosting Saturday Night Live and why? Uh, Freddie, I love you, uh, work brother. Appreciate uh, you. I'm thinking, I am thinking of a Stanford Cross uh, product that you probably haven't thought of. Okay. Richard Sherman. Oh, he has the intelligence. He, he's he was he's great funny. on Amazon Prime doing yeah. the pre, post, and halftime. He this is past season. when he said Stanford. I thought of, I thought a little bit. I thought a little bit bigger. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Uh huh. Tiger Woods. I think this ver- now Tiger twenty years ago no. Tiger, Tiger now, now. yeah, I can, you know I can the see guy that, joking yeah. around on the mm-hmm. course with his guys, like he's he's just looser now. I didn't think about that. He yeah. would laugh at himself a lot better because there was no laughing matter. Yeah, when he was on the course. Do you remember the Toonses the cat skit where 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 the cat in the eighties <laughs> would drive that. the car with Phil Hartman? And, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe they that. reprised my favorite that one. In, What's that? It was your favorite one, Seth? My favorite one. Toonses was, was, was so good. It was yeah. so good. I mean, you know they were high back then writing skits back then Saturday Night Live. There you, was a little bit of that going yeah, on. You can't tell me that they were they did that fully sober on just full oxygen. I'm, I'm not is buying there a, that. Is there a big guy? Is there like an NFL offensive lineman? Because some of these guys are just Oh, Jason Kelsey. Comedic. Yeah, Travis Jason, could do it. Jason, oh. he would be fantastic. Yeah, he could wear the Mummers outfit when they won oh, the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Yeah, He'd the Kelsey brothers. Good. That yeah. could be amazing. They should yes. have the Kelsey brothers and their mom would have shown up. That'd have been all right. Reprise like Farley skits. Yeah, no doubt. That'd be Absolutely. Great. Randy's got Freddie coming in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. And we're going to use the U word when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and his future in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.